What's up, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of RNFM Radio. This is episode 213. You've got the questions. We've got the answers. You're in the right place. Leading platform. You know what it is. But hey, before you, we get into it, before you and I get into it, I need to thank today's sponsor. Now, I know I've been talking about American Sentinel University. American Sentinel University offers a variety of high-quality nursing degree programs with one of the lowest tuition among online schools. Let me repeat that. With one of the lowest tuition among online schools. What? You can even be awarded 60 to 90 credit hours for your ADN or active RN license toward your BSN, and you can even transfer these credits toward the RN, BSN, MSN program. What? I mean, I know I've been saying what a lot, but hey, this is off the hook. American Sentinel University is a leading online university, just like RNFM Radio is an online leading resource. Head over to rnfmeducation.com to find out more. All right, so to get into the show, we've got an amazing guest. We've got a guest. We've been talking about up the NNBA conference in Las Vegas. You know, the one we've been mentioning, the one I've been talking about. October 14th through the 16th, 2016. That is where we're going to be. And that is actually, no, that's not where you need to be. That is where you're going to be too. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm making up your mind right now. You need to be there and you're going to find out why you need to be there, especially because Michelle is going to be on the show today with us, rocking it out, explaining to you why you should have already bought your ticket to get there. Seriously, the links will be in the show notes, rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 213 or within your mobile app. All the links are just there. Just just pick and choose where you want to go and then click it with your finger, your thumb, like I said, whatever you're, however you click, just click. And so it'll be in the mobile app as well to find out more. And we're doing a pre-con there. We talk a little bit about that briefly. We're going to have more information. We're going to be actually launching some more information for you to kind of get the juices flowing about the podcast. No, no, no. It is not that old nerdy thing like ham radio or whatever or something that people do in the basements of their homes. Some of them maybe do. And they're quite successful, quite frankly. But podcasting is definitely a way to reach your audience at another level, syndicate that content. And we're going to be doing a pre-con there at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference in Vegas, teaching you what's what about podcasting. And speaking of what's what, let's get into the show Let's rock this one out, and I will wrap up anything that I need to wrap up at the end. Ready, Freddy. This is going to be a good show. I cannot wait for it, but it's actually happening right now. You don't have to wait, Kevin. Oh, you mean we can start? Can we start? Yeah. Thank goodness, because we're all melting into the floor. (laughs) So where do we go from here? Because we are talking about something that we are attending very soon. So where are we? What going? are we? We're attending. Wow. Yes. I've never been in attending before. You have never been in attending. All right. Well, whether no, it's your residency or fellowship or or your internship, we're going to be talking business from like the business, like mentorship, coaching, the the embodiment of where nurses really need to be in That's October right. in you, Vegas. 
And do you know who we're welcoming back to RNFM Radio for the umpteenth time? I know. I, I really can't think about how many times. I know I joked with her earlier and said it was like 40 times, but it, it feels like it's it's been that much because we just we continue to keep that relationship nurtured. That's so. true. And we are welcoming. We like to talk and we are welcoming back. You've heard her voice already just for a second here. Michelle Podlesny, and she is the president of the National Nurses and Business Association, an organization we've had a relationship with for quite a few years now. And she's a U.S. Navy veteran. She's been a nurse for more than 30 years. She's a former corporate executive and her clinical background led her to a career in healthcare information technology, medical cost containment, and software development. And she brought her service orientation, enthusiasm, and diverse expertise to the corporate environment in the roles of product development, C-level executive management, et cetera, et cetera. She's worked with Fortune 500 companies, you name it, she's done it. But her true passion these days is mentoring and helping others succeed in business, and it's made her a sought-after speaker and business coach and advisor, and she has a number one Amazon bestseller, Unconventional Nurse, pardon me, Unconventional Nurse, Going from Burnout to Bliss. So right now, she's the president of the National Nurses and Business Association. She is bringing tons of energy, tons of energy to the NNBA. And we are so happy to have her back here on RNFM Radio. And I'm thrilled to be back with all the three of you. It's so enjoyable every time I come on the show and get to talk to you and answer questions and let people know more about nurses and business, of which you three are such great examples. Oh, me? That's so nice. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I, I guess so. And Elizabeth started her other side hustle too. She's cutting down trees. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anyone She's good. hears the chainsaw in the background, it's my own uh, landscaping business over here. <laughs> well, nurses can do anything. That's I, right. That's true. I that's and I don't. That's a good I point. don't know if nurses realize how much we really can do, like how cool just being a nurse is. I mean, all that hard work, that dedication. The intelligence, the IQ, the EQ, the ability to be so diverse. I really don't think nurses fully embrace that, but hopefully after today's episode, and then of course when they attend the NNBA conference that we'll be talking about, they will realize how cool this profession is and how much we really can do, whether we do it as nurses or we are nurses doing a different type of business that doesn't have anything to do with nurses, but we are still nurses in business. That's right. Right. That's, That's right. true. You know, it's it's once a nurse, always a nurse. Well, I would agree. And I've been a nurse now for about a decade ish. Oh, maybe 11 years now. And I still feel like a nurse. I do practice as a nurse in one of my businesses. But then I also practice where I'm not a nurse. I don't need anything clinical as far as what I do day to day. But I will tell you that based on the assessment skills that I've both learned in the academic and clinical settings and even in my own employment, in my own company as a clinician, my other businesses benefit from that because I can triage situations and create basically a business care plan or how we're going to approach something because I am a nurse. I love what you just said. And that is exactly right. And this is where nurses need to make a paradigm shift. And that shift is those things that they, those assessment planning, action, 
revision skills that they use as a nurse when they do their nursing care plan for the optimum patient outcome is the same thing as a business plan for the optimum business outcome, for their business to succeed and get better. It's, it's, it's cyclical. It's exactly like the nursing process. And I shared in my book, that's exactly what I used to in every one of my businesses, in all my corporate uh, decisions, that I used my nursing assessment skills. Well, and I was just going to l- just build off of that really quickly. You know, Michelle, I think that we all or many of us can g- kind of get overwhelmed when you hear the term business plan because you're like, wait, I have no idea right. what that is. But uh-huh. you just got to break it down and maybe replace some of the language. But it really is what you're already doing as a nurse. Exactly. And, you know, I've done it so much and have done so much coaching on business planning and strategic planning that I actually came up with my own um, uh, tool that I give to nurses that is a one-page business snapshot to make it a lot easier because you're right. um, Nurses can get feel overwhelmed thinking about a business plan and how am I going to create a marketing strategy and, you know, and this, this helps. I mean, it's just like everything else. None of us knew how to, you know, start an IV on day one. It it was a process of learning circulation and everything else involved. Um, The business plan is the same way. That's so true. And, you know, there, there are the, if you go to one of the local nonprofits that help small businesses get started, sometimes they have somewhat of an old-fashioned view of a business plan. It ends up being this like 25-page document that you have to fill out all the information for, and it can feel like a real slog. But some of the people Kevin and I admire, like the folks over at fizzle.co and other people who are in the entrepreneurial space, a business plan isn't necessarily rocket science, and I actually hope it's not rocket science. And nurses obviously don't learn business skills in nursing school, but you know there are nurses like Elizabeth Scala who happens to have a master's in business, but she's some somewhat of an outlier. But that's right. And that's yeah. well, that's why the NNBA, the National Nurses and Business Association, started in 85. It started for that very reason. Nurses in their educational path to become a nurse and practice nursing are not taught business skills. Um, and as a result, nurses were hungry for information about, well, I want to use my nursing in a different way, but I'm not sure of what I need to be legally, what I need to do from insurance standpoint, all these different questions, business planning included. And so the NNBA, which started as a grassroots um, newsletter evolved very quickly into this association and meetings and nurses getting together and sharing their experiences in the business world. Wow. Wow. Hey, so Elizabeth, if it's cool if I put, not really put you on the spot, but I just want to ask you a question. So hopefully a tree doesn't follow <laughs> my head here in Colorado. Because sure. I, I think, well, no, this is a great way for us to start off because, you know, what Michelle is talking about, like all these things that are ahead of us. So you do have an MBA, and I totally respect that. But in your in your perspective, you know your opinion. 
is an MBA necessary to start a business for nurses who are interested in starting a business and would look to you and say, my gosh, Elizabeth Scala, she's got an MBA. I'm nowhere near where she is. What do you think about that? And hopefully that that's an okay <laughs> question to sort of tease out because I think people are like, oh, I'm just not anywhere near where she is. Absolutely. And I think I've said this before. Uh, I certainly went and received a master's in business, but nothing. Okay. Maybe 95% of what was in the classroom has not helped me uh, in my business life. So I don't think that a master's in business is necessary. I only received that degree because I thought I wanted to go on into nursing management, um, become, you know, nurse manager, director, that kind of thing, like move up the executive level in nursing. So I only went for the business masters because of that, uh, not knowing that I was opening my own you know, business back then. So no, I don't think anyone listening needs a a master's of business. I mean, if you would like one, go for it. Oh my God. I am so relieved because I've been in business for almost six years and I don't have an MBA and I am so relieved now that I don't have to get one. Yeah. Actually, I I had no plans to get one whatsoever. I was actually just going to go to the NNBA conference instead. (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. And so, Michelle, is that something that 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 nurses are you really hearing that through the ethers as far as like, well, I have no business background. I don't even have a bachelor's in business or I never really even took a business class. I mean, it sounds like that's something I I have to tell you that the majority of um nurses that are members in the NNBA do have their bachelor's and advanced degrees. It's, it's um, just something that I note. In fact, at the conference, I'll explain kind of in a heat map way what our stats are running, um, just as comparison to around the country. Now, around the country, it's more of a 50-50 um, demarcation, 50% of nurses don't have their BSN. Um, the, well, but how about how about as far as business, though, as far as like a so business, for business degree? For businesses, yeah. I have to tell you, I encourage um, the LPNs that have called me that mm-hmm. want to start a business to come on to the, to the conference. Mm-hmm. You know, it, for business, you just have to have a, a drive. You have to make, it's basically a decision. It's a commitment. It's that you want to either solve a problem or fill a need out there that's outside of the traditional path that nurses typically take. Mm-hmm. And that's number one. Number two, you've, just, you've got to back it up with some planning and get around resources to help you because there's, you know, you have to look at it on the same level as any entrepreneur, anyone starting a business not just nurses. It just so happens that nurses are very well-suited and well-equipped to start businesses. I think they make great business owners. But look at business starting across the full spectrum. And anyone can start a business. It just, it's, is that your desire? Do you right. feel the need to find a solution and help people out or, you know, make something better. And that's what a lot of us are doing. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. And, you know, you just, you nailed it right there. And I just want to reiterate this, Kevin, sorry about that. But, um, 
you know, when I've talked to other nurses who want to start a business, I say, okay, if you break it down to the very, very basic building blocks, and I think the three of you will agree that a business idea is basically you're offering a service or a product, in parentheses, solution for an identified problem that there's some customer out there who'd be willing to pay you for, right? Is that, is that it? That's it. And, and that, that pay you for is the important part, you know, when it comes to, is it a business or a hobby? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's where, I think that's where some differentiation, maybe people kind of get hung up on that, you know, business versus hobby, or is it a hobby that you can turn into a business? That's and right. so I think there's a different mindset as like, you can still do what you love, but you, you might just have to kind of tweak your thinking on how you're going to approach it so that you can monetize it and make it a hobby that helps make you a living. So then that does become your business, but you still get to do what you're passionate about and what you love. Because I do, I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, this is, this is my hobby and I don't really know how I can turn this into a business. And to, to Keith's point, I mean, really, you just kind of have to lay it out and look at it like, oh, wait a minute. So I can still do this. It's fun. It is kind of hobbyish, but now I can monetize it. Exactly. And that can be the hang up for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's one of my favorite topics with nurses. And I, I, I literally speak with hundreds of nurses a week, whether it's on the phone or whether it's through email or for Facebook. It's amazing. And I'm always answering those questions. I love to teach nurses how to monetize their experience. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, speaking of a hobby, like a great example, because my wife is always like, hitting her head against the wall. Not that she, not that she's into self-injurious behavior or anything, but she, <laughs> she, she's been into, to like coloring books for years, probably like through college, high school, college. Like she's always loved those coloring books. And, you know, every now and again, she'll come to me. And she's like, I can't believe I didn't try to monetize this. Cause she's also, she's in marketing and advertising and she's there very savvy. And so when this whole craze about these, very intricate coloring books for adults came out because adults were tired of coloring the the mermaids and the princess or the, I don't know, the Winnie the Pooh. They wanted something a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more right. intricate. And so like all, all the craze was like these higher end coloring books. And, you know, these companies were starting to make like quite a lot of money and quite a lot of, you know, reach with these coloring books. And she was like, man, that was my passion. That was like a hobby of mine. And I could have monetized that. So it could be something as simple as that. Uh, Let me tell you, there's a nurse down in um, Dallas that has coloring parties. And that's how she speaks to clients about um, de-stressing their lives. That's her business. But But the coloring parties... Um, the adult coloring parties is how she, that's her entry into talking with people and get, having them get familiar with her stress reduction techniques that she does as a nurse. It's, it's, it's exciting. But Kevin, you're right that, you know, your wife, I'm sure she's hitting her head against the wall because don't we all have that situation? We think we of something and then go, oh my gosh. That's my idea. But somebody right. else just acted on it. Right. Like like Elizabeth just figured out how to chop down trees, you know, and she could monetize that as a nurse now. But, you know, other people have beaten her to it. But 
she might come up with something novel. I don't know. Oh, anyway, anyway. Elizabeth, you're just getting heat. Yes. <laughs> so I'm we're sorry. talking a lot about, you know, folks who have ideas, who haven't done things yet. Can we talk a bit, a little bit about the conference now in terms of attendees? You know, what if I'm listening to this episode and I don't have a business and I'm not even really sure, but I'm curious. What kinds of people do attend the NNBA conference? And is there a whole range of folks or does everyone that shows up already have a business um, started? Like, can you speak Ooh, to that? Great question. It is a great question. I've done this from the stage the last three years. I asked the audience how many people are business owners and how many people are aspiring business owners or just discovering if this is the right opportunity for them. And it's usually 50-50. But I have to say, from what I'm, I'm starting to see, I believe, is more um, of veteran uh, nurse business owners coming on board. I mean, June was a record month for membership at the NNBA. And, it, and it's just, I have so much fun talking with some of these new members and seeing where they're coming from. A lot of nurses that come to NNBA, I think it's the best thing for a nurse who ever thinks about, can I possibly start a business or is my idea feasible to start a business? It is a great opportunity to take advantage of a situation that you won't get anywhere else, and that is you're going to be around nurses that are on every step of the arc of the business stage. So whether they're starting or whether it's a seed of an idea or they're starting or they're expanding or they're getting ready to sell their business, mm -hmm. um, every kind of nurse expert will be there, including RNFM radio, which is wonderful. We'll talk more about that. Um, and, they have the opportunity to be in person with them. The biggest comment I literally got, because I have people fill out cards while they're there. I want to know what they're thinking, what they're feeling. The two predominant comments that superseded all the other comments were, this conference is changing my life. Because they all of a sudden were able to see all these different examples through all the different nurses there of what they could do, that they have that knowledge too. The other thing was being around their like-minded colleagues, other nurses that thought like they think, which is a little outside the box. Mm -hmm. So yeah. those were the two biggest comments. And the, the, there's a total range of nurses there. It's, it's split about 50-50. 50% of the people there are nurses that are exploring, discovering, putting it on the back burner for later. And then the other half definitely have businesses and are in different places on that business um, life cycle. Well, and I think we should reiterate what you said moments ago is that 
there are resources online that you can get access to. I mean, we've all Googled something to try to find some help or to reach out. But what you said is that all of this mind share, all of this genius, mm. all of this experience is in one place. This is your opportunity to literally get access, like an arm's reach access, or depending on what your personal space is, to, to those who have blaze trails, those who have found success, those who have experienced failure and can help you mm-hmm. maybe shorten that span of where you are on that path or lower that learning curve for you or flatten that learning curve. And that is like almost like unlimited potential. It really does. And, you know, we could talk about how, you know, it's NNBA's mission has always been to encourage nurse entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to grow and manage their own businesses and that we serve the networking needs and we can go, you know, to the mission verbiage. It's all over NNBA's website. However, What's more important is that what you said, that mind share. It's that supportive community. And here's the reality. Every single nurse there, those experts nationally that are on the stage, as well as veteran business owners in the audience, have all been a nurse that had to transition into business. They all question is this the right thing to do? They all were at what a beginner in business starts with. It's, it's, everybody had to go through that process. I mean, if somebody would have told me that I would have ended up being a nurse in business, I'd go, what? Mm-hmm. If they would have said to me, Michelle, someday you're going to be a charge nurse and maybe supervise you know, the schedule and, and the nurses on a unit, oh, okay. I could get my head around that. If they would ever say to me, you'd be running a multi-million dollar software company with hundreds of employees around the country, I, I would have thought, you better have some coffee and wake up. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's what this meeting, this conference does, and it is a unique conference. It just takes the top off of your mind's possibilities of what you can do as a nurse and how you can use your fabulous and valuable nursing education and experience. Well, well said. Well, and really, just to, just to build really quickly, it kind of just blows the top off the idea of that, not necessarily being closed-minded, just not open to the idea or not realizing that the potential is there for nurses to right. be in business because think about the natural evolution of nursing even in the last 50 years mm-hmm. how much that's really changed how technical really we've has. become how oh, much yeah. more knowledge we have about pathophys how much more responsive we can be and are expected to be as nurses even in the clinical setting so why would it be so foreign to think like oh nurse in business that's weird i mean nursing again it's just <laughs> evolved And it continues to do so. You know what, Kevin? I'm very pleased that the NNBA really has been the vanguard of the nurse entrepreneur movement. But I'm telling you, I'm seeing increases everywhere. And more colleges and universities now are having a path in innovation and entrepreneurship in nursing. 
And I, this is where a lot of times I'll get the phone call. Do you have certain materials? Um, can you come and speak and talk to the student body? Um, it's There's a few, but there's a few more than there were five years ago, uh-huh. which is a few more than there were 10 years ago. I think Drexel was one of the first colleges about mm, 15 years ago, maybe 12, I don't, it wasn't that long ago, actually, it was in the 2000s, I think it was, might have been like 12 years ago, started an entrepreneur-type program. So, more and more, we're seeing this, that nurses understand how they can use their license for business independently. Mm -hmm. And, Michelle, we really wanted to dig into the conference here because the next opportunity for folks to really get involved in the NNBA other than joining the organization and accessing the resources that you offer through membership is to come to the conference in Las Vegas October 14th to 16th of 2016. I was there last year with you and had an awesome time. I was so fired up. I came I did a podcast from there from my hotel room because I couldn't contain myself till I got home. Kevin and Elizabeth were wildly jealous that I had such a good time. Mm-hmm. And um, this conference coming up is going to be great. I, the three of us are going to be there. And so you guys are going to be doing a pre-conference on the power of podcasting. So I'm yeah. very excited about that, and I'm hearing a lot of exciting things about it. So we're, we're really fortunate that we have five different pre-conferences going on. Um, that's the day before the main conference. The main conference is Saturday and Sunday. And we're kicking off the conference with Dr. Louise Jakubik, whose keynote is going to be Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. Business ownership is the difference maker for the life and work you really want. So I cannot wait to hear um, Louise speak on this topic because she's a wonderful speaker. And so we've got over 19 sessions on different topics. Uh, we have, for example, uh, some people are familiar with him, but they a lot more will be Steve Smutzer, and he's going to be talking about how to launch a product because he was involved in launching um, Firefly Medical's IVA, which was an IV stand. It's very cool. Um, so he's going to be talking about product launch per se. Um, we have independent case management that Pauline Sanders is going to be talking about. She does conferences. She's done conferences, you know, for years on case management. And Kevin, to what you were speaking about, how things have evolved in the last 50 years, in the last 25 years, case management and opportunities within it have exploded. Um, So, We have Lori Brown that's going to be talking about legal nurse consulting. Um, We have uh, Brittany Wilson that's going to be talking about blogging. Um, Of course, Donna Cardillo. I I think everybody's very excited to hear what Donna has to say about speaking for fun and profit. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes to even like coaching and trying to get business for coaching. There's basically a few different ways people learn about you, and one of them is through speaking. They, they hear you speak, and they understand what you're, you're offering and how you can help them. So 
that'll be good. And then she's going to follow up with a breakout session on how you can get a million dollars of publicity free. So I think everyone will be interested in that. Um, That's great. There's Actually, so many different things that, you know, elder care, which is going through the roof. We have Stella Ensong from Cleveland is going to be presenting a pre-conference, a breakout session. She has three different businesses that serve the elder care community. Um, so it's very exciting. That's great. And I'm actually going to be doing a talk on networking and personal branding in the 21st century. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And I'm really looking forward to doing the pre-con with, um, with Elizabeth and Kevin. So that'd be great. Yeah. Elizabeth, do you want to, do you want to say a little bit about what you'd like people to get out of the pre-conference that we're going to do on podcasting? Sure. Uh, let's see. Podcasting is fun. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. And we're done. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's That's fun. It. It's Why fun. to do it. What, what you can do with your podcast. We're certainly going to cover, you know, the nuts and bolts of equipment, um, you know, how to actually launch it, the technology, but really um, figuring out uh, how to speak to your audience and how to launch it, uh, you know, on a weekly basis, sustain it over time. I was actually just talking to someone recently who was asking me, you know, why do you do your podcast? You're not, you know, making money directly from the podcast. So we're going to talk about monetizing your podcast, but also there are long-term benefits. Like as Michelle was just talking about related to speaking, you know, you're putting your podcast out there on a consistent basis. You never know who's going to hear it. And oh, you land, you know, a keynote because someone listened to you on your podcast. So um, we're going to talk about the who, the why, the what, and the how to podcast. Be very basic and introductory, but also kind of get into more of the nitty gritty with hands on, you know, things for people who are already doing it that want to take it a step further. Right. Well and said. that's really, that's really great because I want more and more of an experience for the attendees. And because we, we know in, through, you know, education that when you do one, when you're experiencing it, you retain more of the knowledge and you go away with, you're more equipped and empowered, which is what this whole conference is about to begin with. It's just to empower nurses to um, have at their disposal how they want to use their nursing knowledge and experience. So I, I think that the podcast uh, pre-conference is going to be wonderful in that aspect of them experiencing it. That's well, a great point. Yeah, what I was just going to say, we're definitely encouraging when we're there for the pre-con talking about podcasting. We definitely want that to be very interactive. We want people to feel like they're like no question, like any question that they have going into that pre-con that we'll be able to answer it, you know, if not all of it, most of it, but I, I think we should be able to answer all of it. And to Elizabeth's point, as far as the, monetiza the monetization piece, is that I know a lot of people, and she's right, a lot of people ask, like, but why would I want to get involved with another platform? How can I really monetize that? Is it really good for my brand? We are going to give you real examples of, as a collective, as Pulse Media Group, and individually, what the podcast has really done for our personal brands and as a collective brand and how we actually have monetized that and people coming after us 
in, in business relationships because of the podcast. So we're going to be talking about that. So you might be trying to rack your brain as far as like, how can I make money from this? We're going to tell you mm-hmm. how you can make money from this. Right. And, and I think, Kevin, that's a good point. And one thing I just want to add to the conversation right now about this is that content marketing is really big these days. And that's why a lot of us write blogs. That's why a lot of us write articles. And podcasts are one more way that we spread the word of what our expertise is and we showcase our expertise and share value with our community. So you might not make tons of money at a podcast the day that you launch, but the relationships that you can build from the cachet that a podcast gives you is really hard to measure. So you might not measure it in dollars for a while, but you can measure it in value from from my perspective from the very first day you hit play. Well, and it's an easy way to syndicate your content as well. Because if you already have a blog, right, it's, right. it's great. Anyway. That's true. Um, I wanted to cite two things. One, uh, I wanted to give an example of what people may not understand how it eventually monetizes. Um, when I had my book published, um, and this was in 2013, um, the... I had a coach because I always, I believe in coaching and I have my own coaches and I asked them, you know, what are different ways to promote? And she wanted me to open a Twitter account. And this was in 2013. I'm going, nurses aren't on Twitter. (laughs) And, and she's going, no, you need to do this because you need to understand. And I didn't, I did not, but I did what my coach told me to do. A couple weeks after I started tweeting and getting some followers, at least enough that I was supposed to get to have some kind of momentum, there was a psychologist that put a tweet out on my book with the title saying to people in in her tweet, you have to read this book, Um, and then she put the title of the book out and by the author and then my um, Twitter handle. When I looked at it afterwards, I looked at her profile. She had 100,000 followers. There you go. That's what people don't understand sometimes. Because here's me, I'm with my 300 followers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm tweeting, you know, I, I maybe had a hundred tweets at that point and I'll be darn and didn't that boost sales of my book so you you don't know sometimes that with that bandwidth that happens when you're maybe doing your first podcast or writing your first blogs stay consistent stay with a platform and you'll see the result um, the other thing I wanted to say when you were talking about examples that you're going to give examples in your podcast pre-conference which I think is wonderful Um, that's what I plan on illustrating to the attendees of this year's conference in October in Las Vegas and that is examples when I say that thousands of nurses have benefited from membership into the NNBA and launched businesses We're going to see actual examples of nurses that came to the NNBA and then years later had their own business 
and you can just see the results. And I had a email from one of the nurses, um, uh, Deborah Shields, and she said to me that this conference definitely changed her life, that a business that she had been talking about with one of her colleagues for years, after she attended the conference, they've started their business. They've already achieved their first client. She just followed up with me the other day. And that's the exciting part is just seeing all these different businesses, um, all these different solutions and value out there. Well, and I think that's the, the point that we want to drive is to the listeners out there is that, again, that reiterates, that reinforces why you want to go because there is a lot of that whole rah, 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 you can do this. But again, we can give you very tangible, very real examples of, yes. again, our failures and successes and how we got to where we did. And I think that's really what people hopefully can kind of sink their teeth into because you can try to bring somebody's sort of emotional state up and say, yeah, you can do mm-hmm. this, definitely. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, okay, I can do this, but then how do I do it? So we really kind of want to talk about that's some application right. pieces. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that's absolutely right. They, the how is there and um, the follow-up, you know, through membership with the NNBA and networking with the other members. I, my favorite thing in the world is connecting members and I had a situation where I was asked to speak um, this coming November and I couldn't make it but I talked to the people uh, presenting the meeting um, and explained someone that I thought was you know a perfect fit and now they're going with the ball and running with it and will be there so that's just one example that happened at day before yesterday and it was just so much fun i just enjoy Mm -hmm. it so much yeah and one thing i'm looking forward to about the conference is obviously seeing you and lou michelle and seeing all our other friends there and being there with kevin and elizabeth who i don't get to see in person very often the other thing is the community that comes out of it and some of the most powerful things that happen at conferences for me and all of you may or may not agree with me but it's what happens outside the, the ballroom. You know, when we sit and have dinner, when Kevin wears a sombrero at the Mexican restaurant, when we go to have dinner, you know, things like that. When Elizabeth gets an extra tattoo while we're there, you know, those are the sorts of things that really mm-hmm. add value to the experience. So, Elizabeth, weren't you, weren't you planning to, like, get me drunk and make sure I get a tattoo before I leave Vegas? Yes, the RNFM tattoo. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> You go. You know what? I, my uh, my daughter's volleyball team. They just made like decals, um, and I looked at that and I went, "Oh, that's that's really something," you know. And I think that you guys need to do that with the RNFM radio logo. I might get it right on my forehead, you know. <laughs> that's, that's you know. I think Elizabeth wanted me to do it somewhere less conspicuous, but the forehead works. I don't know. Yeah. I remember seeing a photo of you possibly with that on your head on, on Facebook one day. That's true. <laughs> that it's was actually a notes. business idea that people were doing a while back where they were either not necessarily tattooing, maybe temporary tattooing or writing okay. stuff on their bodies and then posting it as influencers. And that was a thing. That was a business. We're not necessarily encouraging that as a business no. per se, especially no. when it's a permanent ink thing. 
So I don't know how it right, feels. Somebody said, hey, look, I got the RNFM uh, logo on my arm. And I don't know how I would feel about that. Like, well, it's it's kind like of a rock cool. star. I guess. Kidding? I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you never know what'll happen after a few margaritas when we've been all working and networking all day, right? So, it, yeah, and especially you know, I think that you really enjoyed as well as so many others that um, meet and greet. Uh, in the crown room when we started off the meeting Friday mm-hmm. evening, that get together was wonderful. There was a lot of great conversation and socializing and everybody getting to know each other uh, before the meeting began, the main meeting began the next day. That's very true. My only challenge was that I met so many cool people at that meet and greet on Friday night before the conference started that we were out till 2.30 a.m. and I started Saturday quite tired. So I'm going to have to try not to do that this year because I need to, you know, be on my best behavior and be present for people that I'm talking with on Saturday. <laughs> because your um, presentation from the stage on mm-hmm. networking and branding is actually going to be right before a small reception too. So I'm very excited about that. I think it'll be wonderful. Well, I guess I won't stay out till two a.m. that first night, unless Kevin, unless Kevin or Elizabeth force me to. Well, so no, I was going to say anybody who else wants to, I'll probably just, you know, I'll be going. So you hang will. out with me, and we'll do it, and I'll still be uh-huh. on point, ready to deliver the content. Well, well I, if I, people want to see what last year looked like um, on NNBA's website, nnbanow.com. If they go to the conference page, there's a photo gallery. If they click on 2015, it'll actually walk them through last year's conference. They'll get a a feel to understand what it was like. Um, And uh, I would encourage that. And, you know, now we're at less than 90 days to the conference. People are starting to understand what their schedule is going to look like and so uh, make sure that you plan it for between October 14th and 16th to meet everyone and get to learn new ideas, discover emerging trends in nurse entrepreneurship. Right. And Elizabeth, is this your first NNBA conference you're going to? That's right. Wow. Okay. We have to show her a good time. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not even worried. Okay. That's good. I'm excited. Yeah. So at this conference, there's going to be the five pre-cons, including our pre-con on podcasting. And we're going to teach people actually how to podcast so they can go home and start doing it as soon as they get home. And then there's going to be all these different presentations and lots and lots of networking. And do you expect that there will be people coming to the conference, many of whom will be there for the first time? Or do you think it'll be a nice mix? I actually think there will be, and that's just based upon the comments that I've gotten from uh, new members. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that there will be people that, a lot of people that will be there for the first time. Um, I know that we already have uh, five shark applications. So our shark tank is going on Sunday, and that was a big request. I mean, a lot of, again, with the comments on the cards, 
make more Shark Tank. You know, we want to experience that. We have people just like on the television show, and then we have a panel of uh, judges and questions back and forth. It's, it's, it's very exciting. And what do people win when they win the Shark Tank competition? Well, they win a cash prize, and they win a wonderful award. I think you'll see the award. Um, Heather Taylor won the award last year, and Heather um, is going to be doing a uh, Beyond the Tank with us, <laughs> and, and she'll be talking to us about this past year because she won shark, the Shark Tank competition last year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what Heather received and the winner would receive is a lot of NNBA members that approached me that are coaches offering um, an hour of coaching time. So cash, coaching time, the award, and priceless, according to Heather. Excellent. I think it's just cool to say I won the Shark Tank. <laughs> did. And, you know, we, we did. We had that out on the website, and she's had she, nice pictures of herself out there with it. And it contributed to what Heather is doing, you know, with her business and in her community. Heather's from Canada. Mm-hmm. And um, so she's she's involved in a lot of events. So she would ask me questions during this past year, um, you know, and let me know what how she understands putting on a conference is. That's right. And it was a great contest. It was really fun. I was there taking pictures and I had a great time. And I want to make sure people know to go to NNBAnow.com. That's where they can find out everything they need to know about the NNBA and Michelle, you're also on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook. We have all of that in the show notes. And Kevin, you'll we'll make sure people know where the show notes are. And that the hashtag to follow is hashtag NNBA2016. There you go. And the um, the Facebook page that it gets a lot of activity is under NNBA now as well, you know, um, instead of nurses and business all spelled out, it's NNBA now. And um, hashtag NNBA 2016. You helped me with that, Keith. I did. You did. And we'll make it easy so that everybody literally, because we have, I think the majority of our listeners do live listen on their mobile devices. So all you have to do is look at your app on your phone and scroll down to find the link to the NNBA, all that information. We'll put it all in those, on the, on the little notes that we do, the summary on the app, and then, of course, on the, on the big show notes on rnfmradio.com. So, I forgot easy. to say that there's continuing education credits. What? You forgot <laughs> I, about the I, CEUs? Oh, my oh, gosh, I did. Michelle. I did. CEUs are available, and Dr. Renee Thompson is our provider, and she handles that for the NNBA. I completely forgot. She's so good. Yeah, because, you know, there yeah. are a couple of nurses out there who could use some of those CEUs. I mean, That's right. depending on the state that you're practicing in. So that is actually good information, and we will definitely highlight that, that that is very – because I know – Maybe you're like, I got to do this conference because I need my CEUs. But you're actually going to have a blast, learn so much. And, and to boot, you could have the opportunity to get the CEUs on top of that. So like, right. that's just like a little 
parting gift or something. Like the primary mm-hmm. is all the information that you're going to be getting and how much fun you're going to be having. Well, I, I'll tell you guys, um, I'm looking forward to seeing you for sure. Elizabeth, I'm thrilled that this is going to be your first conference with NNBA and I can't wait to get your feedback. Oh, I'm I'm very excited. It's going to be awesomely fun. It's going to be great. Awesome. Well, yep, all of those details will be in the show notes and the links and I think we I think people know what's what about the the conference and the NNBA. And again, if they don't, then you just need to head over to nnbanow.com to find out more about the association, about the conference, about Michelle, or just rewind and listen to the show all over again. Or just click the links in the show notes. Whatever whatever works. Listen to it backwards. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Michelle, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend time with us and, of course, our listeners. It's been amazing today. Love hanging out with you. You guys always make it easy. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. All righty. All right. So are your bags packed? Well, you better go pack them after you finish up this episode here and you, you if you're not enticed if you're not compelled if you're not ready to go rewind and listen again because going to this conference is going to be a game changer to have all of that resource right there readily available all of you out there that are googling things and looking things up and you're frustrated because the learning curve seems so steep Guess what? You're going to be around all of this collective genius, including yourself, sharing ideas, bouncing concepts off of each other, whatever that is, you are going to literally walk away, fly away, leap away, whatever it is, how you're going to mobilize, you're actually going to move the needle for yourself, especially after this conference. Now, before I close up any further, let me take another opportunity to thank today's sponsor, American Sentinel University. They have classes that are 100% online and that gives you the flexibility to fit your studies around your work schedule and like I said, your family obligations and I definitely have family obligations. Classes are eight weeks in length and they start every month. You can complete a BSN program in just 10 months and most of their degree programs in as little as eight months to complete. Their BSN and MSN programs are CCNE accredited and their Doctor of Nursing Practice program is ACEN accredited. American Sentinel offers the real world education taught by nursing experts, right? Because you want to learn from nursing experts and that's what American Sentinel is doing. 92% of their students that they have surveyed report that their coursework is immediately applicable to their jobs. That's what you want. That's what you want. So my gosh, you can get your BSN, you can get an MSN, you can get your Doctor of Nursing Practice degree, but you need to go over to rnfmeducation.com to find out more details about those MSN and doctoral programs. Again, head over to rnfmeducation.com to find out more about American Sentinel University, and we can't thank them enough for sponsoring today's show. Now, a quick wrap here as we head into it. Again, head over to nnbanow.com or literally, it's all in the show notes. You don't even need to type anything in. We've typed it for you. All you need to do is lay a finger or whatever body part or whatever it is that you need. Maybe you still use a stylus or some of you are using styluses out there. 
all the cool kids are doing it again because that was like so many years ago and of course apple brought them back what am i doing i'm just i'm just i'm i'm rambling so speaking of getting over there just use whatever device you need to get over there to find out more about the nnba conference happening in october 14th through the 16th 2016 again that's where we're going to be michelle of course will be there all that collective genius all that all of the flattening the learning curve all of the answers maybe not every single one but there's going to be a lot of answers there's just going to be answers literally coming out of your ears so hopefully you have a way to write things down or to put them somewhere because it literally will start flowing out of your ears it's going to be so much information but so much great information not this vacuous stuff that just doesn't mean anything like my conversation right now this will actually mean something to you and your business now get out of here go find that passion be intentional execute on those ideas rinse and repeat and we'll see you back here with us again on our next episode of rn fm radio